On Saturday, March 26, 2022, at Hampton Park in Charleston, South Carolina, dozens of people will participate in the Jewels of Epilepsy Run and Walk. This event is designed to raise awareness about epilepsy. I spoke with the founder of Epitome of Epilepsy, the key sponsor of the event. Jen Von Cherry described the attack that resulted in her being diagnosed with epilepsy. Jen Von, something happened to you when you were a young girl that changed your life. Can you tell me more about that? At the age of six years old, I was stabbed in my left eye by a classmate with a pencil. And after that incident, it probably, I'm sure it was an accident, but that incident changed the lifespan of my life. I was was diagnosed with epilepsy in a matter of hours, rushed to the hospital for emergency surgery, and I was hospitalized in Washington, D.C. at Walter Reed Hospital for almost four months. What can you recall as your first thoughts? I can remember after being stabbed in the eye going to the restroom and um, seeing the pencil in my eye and actually pulling it out and crying. Um, I, At that time, I didn't know the extent of how bad the pencil was in my eye. The pencil led was in my eye, but it was actually cut. It broke off into my eye and lodged itself in the brain. I had a huge grandma seizure two weeks after the incident at home with my mom. And when I was rushed to the hospital, that's when it was found that the pencil lead, it had been there for about two, three weeks. For a while, I was really angry. I couldn't understand the why it happened to me. It's such a, it's a horrific thing to suffer that. I, I can't imagine the physical pain, but also the, the anguish. For so long, I battled with depression and seeing other things going on with other people in their lives. And I was a little stagnant. Having epilepsy has definitely come in and changed my life. You know, my comprehension isn't the same. My memory, um, a lot comes along with having this. It's not just the seizures that you see. I have a professional job, but it can be difficult. I have to write a lot of things down. I repeat myself constantly because my memory is just horrible. My comprehension. I take uh, a lot of medication as well. So just to make sure that I am able to manage my epilepsy. Can you describe what happens when you have a seizure? So for people who have epilepsy, it can be, seizures look different for every person. I know people who have staring seizures like myself and could stare deep into space, Um, hands twitch, legs may twitch. I also have no people like myself who have grandma seizures, who have the big seizures that can last between 30, 60 seconds to a minute to two minutes. I also have seizures in my sleep. So seizures look different for every person that may be that may be diagnosed with epilepsy it's a lot of um shaking sometimes you foam at the mouth sometimes it's um someone may vomit in the middle of a seizure i always say you never put anything in someone's mouth you never hold them because that's a chance that you may hurt them or yourself And though there isn't a a lot of discussion about seizures or people who are diagnosed with epilepsy, 
You say a lot of people in South Carolina are affected by epilepsy. Yes, a lot of people in South Carolina are definitely affected with epilepsy. Over 300,000 people have epilepsy. And um, it's the numbers are so crazy because when I look around, I, I never meet anyone unless I'm going to an appointment or I'm going to an event. I see other people that have epilepsy, but it's almost like we just don't talk about it. We sweep it under the rug. And it's important that we talk about things like this because a lot of people last year, famous people, lost their lives just having seizures, epilepsy. And it's important. Having seizures in my sleep probably is the scariest thing for me because I don't know if I'm going to wake up. So talking about sudden unexpected death syndrome in African-Americans with epilepsy is definitely very important. You've been very successful in your life. You are an adult who's able to hold down a job. You've achieved a high level of education as well. But does this mean that you have to function differently in your workplace because you are diagnosed with epilepsy and have to be aware of the medical issues that might arise? I do. Um, For a while, I will admit that I was ashamed or too embarrassed to tell my employer that I did have epilepsy out of fear of not being hired. But the type of seizures or epilepsy that I have, it can come at any time. So I have to be very vocal about what I'm going through at the moment. So my current job, I got hired. I did let them know that I have epilepsy. The Sometimes the things that come along with it, I may not feel too great. And I actually did a little epilepsy one-on-one. I have to be upfront because the type of epilepsy I have, I can literally have a seizure at this moment, honestly. So I got hired at my previous job, my prior job that I have now. And that first week, I'll say at least the first or second week, I spoke to all of my colleagues and gave them a seizure epilepsy one-on-one in the office. I told them what to look for and signs of me if I quit talking, if I stare into space, if I say I have a headache, my eyes are, um, I shouldn't say my eyes, my hands are trimming, shaking, I have really bad shimmers. Those are things that you have to look for because that may be a sign that a seizure is coming. And they had never worked with anybody like this before. So they were really happy that I gave them so much information and I was really happy to give it to them. Some of what you've described is something that could just look so normal in some mm-hmm. ways. So how would you um, advise people to be more aware of what might be happening to the person? You would need to be calm. When a person comes out of a seizure, they don't want to see you panicking because that's going to scare them. The best thing to do, I have an alert bracelet on my arm. If someone has an alert bracelet, necklace, I would call that person. Unless that person is out for way too long, then I would definitely call um, 911. So you staying calm is the most important thing. Putting something under their head or laying them on their side just in case they do vomit that they won't choke. Do you ever become frustrated at this condition? All the time. (laughs) All (laughs) the time I get frustrated. Mm -hmm. I ask myself, I ask God, you know, why did he choose me to have to walk this path for so long to deal with these things that have come 
with me having epilepsy. Mm-hmm. But the frustration has come now to being more vocal and allowing myself to share my story because it may help someone else. Why did you decide to create Epitome of Epilepsy? So a little bit of a backstory. I created Epitome of Epilepsy because I would say like five, ten years ago, I never saw any place that I would volunteer. I never saw me. I never saw people that looked like me. And I always wondered, why was that? When I lived in Atlanta, I got the first glimpse of, oh my gosh, other people that look like me actually have epilepsy and have similar stories. That gave me so much pleasure to be around people who were like me, that looks like me, and had similar stories. So when I moved home, I remember talking to my mom, like, I really need to get this started. And once the pandemic hit, it just gave me a push, and epitome of epilepsy is here two years later. (laughs) Describe epitome of epilepsy. Epitome of epilepsy for me and for others is a place that people in the epilepsy community could come, be vulnerable, I want to make sure that I'm being a parent to people. And I think for my nonprofit, my goal is to make sure I'm talking about how important caregiver, a caregiver's role in the life of someone who has epilepsy. Epilepsy in the workforce, in churches, in the school system. It's very important that we have someone that is representing how to take care of someone, a child, a teacher, whomever. In the school system, I have definitely felt like I was a little left behind because I didn't have help that I was supposed to. Jen Vaughn, what else would you like people to understand about living with epilepsy and your organization? I would like people to understand that just because a diagnosis of epilepsy doesn't mean the end all to be all. I have definitely learned where my voice is. I have found that being an advocate for epilepsy has made me stronger than I was before. And I would like people to know about my organization that we are a voice for the voiceless. We are here to support the epilepsy community and caregivers. And it's important that we have a family. We, it's important that you have a support system. Jen Von Cherry, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you so much for sharing this information. And we, of course, encourage you to continue to take good care of yourself. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you for the opportunity. That's it for this episode of Let's Talk. Let's Talk is produced by Eric Johnson. I'm the host, Carolyn Murray. We welcome your comments and advice on our podcast. So please write a review and share the link with others. Thanks again for listening to Let's Talk. Goodbye until the next time.